we are. Another episode of the Rhetoric Rick Show. I'm your host, Ricky. The show where I just rant about the little nuances in life, the little first world problems that everyone tells you to get over. And yes, you should get over it. But I'm just saying, like, I feel your pain, brother. I feel your pain, sister, cousin, whatever we are. Distant relative, neighbor. <laughs> anyway, I got a good uh, good couple of uh, topics for you guys here on the show. Um, y- <laughs> my me being defiant still me being defiant because i still hate that spotify bought out anchor.fm and for those who don't know um and <laughs> ironically i'm i want to welcome the spotify fans very very few but if you're listening to this through spotify you know welcome even though i hate their platform don't hate you just hate their platform Anyway, this used to be called Anchor FM, um, where it was a free base. Well, it's still this part is still free. Um, that uh, podcasting where you can link it up with your WordPress account, and you can have old show notes. Uh, you can even play those shows, I believe, from the WordPress account. It was just a touch of a button. Once Spotify bought that out, bought them out, a lot of the the music catalog, well, you know, the, the intro transition music that was on here, the catalog shortened, actually changed completely to just not as good music. Um, they took away the the uh, plug-in, that one button touch, and um, small little other things. I mean, it's still free, but still, I'm just like, wow, um, I don't appreciate it but change is inevitable right so instead me being this defiant instead what i'm doing instead of putting spotify whatever whatever the website is now i still put anchor.fm and it it takes me to spotify Uh, anyway that's my little that's the only thing i can do in protest (laughs) and so i do it so again welcome to the show uh so today i got a good one for you guys in your, if for those who have a job or, you know, just or a contract, employee, whatever, you, or you actually have to go in, where you have to actually go in the office, how are the kitchen duties, meaning if you have a kitchen in your workplace or a little break area, how is it maintained? Because I know most places, I don't hear a lot of places where they're, they have, um, housekeeping do it very few places that i've when i've talked to like people that i know very few places actually have housekeeping do it you know it's another expenditure like especially if you're in an office it's like it's it's already kind of costly to keep up an office every night just to take out the trash and that's and um you know maybe do a wipe down of the floor here you know spot clean the floor not the whole floor but i mean that's where i can get a little costly and so a lot of them forego having the kitchen clean and they do it themselves, meaning the, the company or whatever, your coworkers, you. So how is your kitchen, your work kitchen kept up? Who cleans it? Do you have somebody dedicated like I was when I was in LA, unfortunately, but the, that was my harsh reality. Um, or do you guys maybe take turns? That was uh, one idea that uh, another uh, 
kid, uh, company I worked for had, uh, everybody was assigned one day. And of course, it went uh, array because uh, people whose turn it was, they would just take that day off. No joke. Or they would leave early, conveniently, so they wouldn't have to clean it. And then like, oh, well, my week is up. And now it rotates to the next person. Now now the next person has to clean two, two weeks worth of dirt. Or you guys just not have, you guys clean as you go. Think, oh, hey, if you, if you can. Clean it if you can't. Oh, well, it's going to stay dirty. And the reason I ask, it's like everyone's uh, using these kitchens, right? And um, you name it, microwave, countertops. Uh, for those who are lucky enough to have it, like I am, uh, the the uh, uh, we have a um, toaster oven, convection oven, which I love. Anyway, uh, how's it maintained? Here, how we do it is like, well, how we're supposed to do it is everybody's supposed to maintain it. Now, I work for a, comp a Fortune 500 company that doesn't mind spending on its, in, its, on its employees, which I, I love. Because I do agree, if we're going to be here eight plus hours a day, 40 plus hours a week, we might as well try to make it comfortable as much as possible. And yes, I do agree we should share in the in the maintenance of the kitchen. But at the same time, where do you draw the line? And the reason why this topic came up because we have a dishwasher. We have a dishwasher that people utilize. People you I didn't grow up with a dishwasher, so I don't even know. I I I'd never unloaded a dishwasher until I got to this company at the in in LA. I didn't know how to work one or even uh, or even unloaded loaded or unloaded one, but it was part of my job. It was giving out my duties. I'm like, okay, being the front desk office manager, whatever. It was part of my duties. Okay, they specifically assigned it to me. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, you guys pay me well to do it, so yeah, I'll do it. Anyway, so I did it for years, eight years, and then now here my positions changed, right? Okay, so I don't really do that anymore. So the whole thing is that, oh, uh, we're supposed to not take turns, but you know, all, the whole bullshit of, hey, all of us has to keep it together, which I think is fair. If you if you use something, clean it. If you, you know, make a mess, clean that up, put put everything away. I totally agree with that. I'm not, I'm not arguing that, but I don't use the dishwasher at all. Now you're asking, Ricky, what do you, well, then what do you do then? What do you use? I use disposables. For those who take offense to that, start tough. And the environment say whatever. I'm going to use disposables. Disposable knives, plates. We we even order that. Yes, paper plates, whatever. Um, I yes, I'm one of those. I still believe in plastic. Pla I, I miss plastic bags, which I find ironic here in um, Oregon that uh, it rains a lot. It rains a lot. Especially out here in Portland, if you're walking, which people a lot of people do, you can't have a paper bag. It's going to get wet and your stuff falls out. What do you do? It's better to have plastic. And you can use it as a trash bag. And it was like, oh, that's bad for the environment. I'm like, well, tell the other countries that don't give a shit that are still using plastic. <laughs> All right. We'll just add the garbage island. 
you don't know what that is, Google it. So anyway, there, the topic was that the dishwasher isn't getting, is nobody's unloading after after somebody cleans it. Cleaning it is the, is the easy part. Throw a tap, one of those tablets in, hit start, whatever, right? But unloading it, you know, it takes a little bit more time. You have to know where everything goes, and it takes a little bit more time. Make sure everything is dried. And, and um, to be honest with you, I don't use it because I notice some of the some of the uh, utensils we have starting to rust because they'll leave it over uh, when somebody will set it maybe on a Thursday or Friday, leave it all weekend. And so it's incubating. So it's, um, you know, some of it's starting to rust. I'm not saying anything because I don't care. <laughs> Again, I don't use it. But anyway, so the complaint was that the people who do use it, and there's only two, the people who do use it, that um, they wanted to share the load, meaning they shouldn't be the ones to unload it. My gripe is you're the only two that use it. You should be unloading it and then unloading it. I don't use it. Am I wrong on here? Yes, it's all, it's all, I, I think it's, yes. It's all on us to keep it, the kitchen clean. But if I don't use something, why should I, why should I be a part of it? I, on purpose, use the disposable so I don't have to unload the dishwasher. Or I, I will admit I have my own utensils. Again, because I saw some of the stuff was rusting over. I'm like, I'll just bring my own, which I have a set. I bought a, on eBay as a set of nice Starbucks uh, uh, eating utensils. It's uh, chopsticks, fork, spoon. Perfect. If I don't use that, I use the, the disposals. And, oh, and mind you, uh, the, the Starbucks utensils, I will um, clean those by hand when I'm here because we have a sink and we have everything though to wash and all that, but I will clean that by hand and I will dry it off. We have kitchen towels, so I will dry it up, dry it off myself and take it back to my desk. I will not leave it there. So knowing that, and if I'm again, if, if let's say if I'm at my desk and, or, or, and get up to go to the kitchen and already have the food going, I'm not going to go back and get the utensils. I'll just use disposables. So knowing that, and other people too, they'll do the same thing what I do. Maybe not bring their own uh, utensils, but they will use the disposables. Only two people here actually use the plates, knives, spoons, and forks that the company provides, meaning the, the, um, the actual metals and ceramics, not the disposables. I believe they should be the one tending to the dishwasher. It's just like me. It's just like me when I say I bring in my own stuff and telling you, can you re can you reheat my food for me? Actually, not even asking. That's me asking you. Go reheat my food. I'm like, that's your food. It's not part of my job. And I mean, I can understand like, hey, at least at least uh, I can be a little sentimental at times. At least tell me, hey, I have this long meeting. Do you mind? I'll be I'll be suckered in. Like, okay, if it's a one time, yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll I probably would do it. I'm not gonna lie. I probably would do it. I probably would say yes. 
but you just tell me, oh, you're going to be every other, other, every other day, you're going to be reheating my food. Because you know we're supposed to be a community here? I'll be like, no. Well, this part of the community says no. <laughs> but you guys see my point. So, so this, here's my question to you. Do you believe everybody should? I mean, I, I don't mind cleaning. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind cleaning. There's there's a stain or whatever. I'm like, oh, gosh, I'll just wipe it up real quick. Because I will tell you this. My biggest pet peeve is that microwave. And I mentioned it on the show before. Even though somebody blows something up in the microwave and walks away, I'll still, I won't complain. I'll just clean it up if it's, if it's just a couple of droplets. And Knockwood, it hasn't been anything too bad here in Portland. But if it's a couple of droplets, yeah, fine. Here you go. And people won't air out a microwave. You should air out a microwave, especially when you have stinky food. People who take it out, microwave steamed over, and they just shut the door. I'm like, dude, that's how bacteria begins. And you're leaving the smell in there. Leave the door open for a minute or two, yeah? If Especially if your food stinks and it's, it, it, it's, um, it's, uh, there's moisture in, on the, uh, on the uh, microwave walls and door. Maybe wipe that down, yeah? But we're not talking about that. But yeah, you know what? I should bring that up. We should all, <laughs> right? I should bring that up where we should, we should all be keeping up the microwave. Like, when the, so when they bring up the dishwasher, if and when they bring up the dishwasher again, we should all be unloaded. I'm like, no, no, fuck the dishwasher. We should all be cleaning the microwave. We should all be cleaning the toaster oven, not leaving, not leaving stuff in there. The the ironic thing where, where I kind of gave up, folks, is that uh, we have an employee, and it's the same one who does for the, the same person who also does the uh, dishwasher. Same person. They will go into the toaster oven, lay out some um, tin foil, maybe cook fish in there, which. <laughs> you guys, you know where this is going. Because there's already the smell because of the stupid fish, and she'll leave the uh, she'll leave the the tin foil on on the uh, inside the toaster oven. Yep, no joke. We'll leave tin foil, used tin foil inside the toaster oven. Yep, you heard that right. Not come back for it. You think like, oh, after the meal. Yeah, I'm going to go get it. Nope, leave it used in there. It's it's sad. It's sad and amazing. But anyway, so that's that's a big well, that's a big one for me today. I got a good I got a even uh, so I got another story but remember today's question. What do you guys do? What's your biggest pet peeve about and uh, the, the employee break room, because I know not everyone has a full kitchen. And yes, I'm we're spoiled. I've mentioned that on the show before. I'm gonna miss this actually, because <laughs> I have a feeling my next company is not gonna be like that. And I might be temping for a little while anyway, just just so I'm not bogged down with the same company for a little while, just until uh, I make uh, my decision what I'm gonna do, or where I'm if I'm gonna stay in LA or reposition maybe to Vegas. But anyway. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's my question for the day. How is your break room maintained? 
what's your biggest pet peeve about the break room or break area, if there, if any? Heck, you can even be like the fact that we don't get enough like you do. Send it over to the Red Rick Rick Show at WordPress.com. All right. So, um, check, well, that that's the website, okay? Um, RedRickRickShow.wordpress.com. All right. So, and then I got I, one more story for you guys. This one's good. This one's good. This just happened to me last night. So that's what's fresh off my mind. It left me not. You ever have somebody tell you something? And it just it it didn't it didn't like offend you. It just left you in awe. All right, I got a good one for you guys. So, um, I'm not I'm not on TikTok. Like I don't have videos on there. I'm not a performing monkey. That's why. So, I'm not on TikTok. And I I get it. People are people are getting paid for being for acting and being stupid. And it's a society we live in now. But I have. I have some dignity, believe it or not. <laughs> so I have some left. Again, believe it or not, even though I do this bullshit. So I'm on. Uh, I'm. Uh, I follow a few people. I don't. I don't create anything on there. I. I again. So don't look me up. I, I'm not on. Uh, technically, I'm not on there. So I have no videos or anything like that. And I follow a few people on there. Some or some, to my credit, one of them's a a uh, one of them. A few of them are business. Like one of them gives you business ideas. Another one is business uh, business arbitrage. Like you know what, all the products he gets, like at everyday stores, discount stores, and sells them online for like double, sometimes even more money than that. Um, somebody else who does who does uh, home inspections and how flippers which i've always advocated how flip uh well, I, not advocated i'm sorry but i always warn people about flippers will um will cut corners ma sometimes massively i used to work for them so i know i know exactly the not not everything but i'm like i know that they do do shady things shady to questionable things when they flip a house just to make a profit um, I know people who fall victim to that. Anyway, he he lets you know what to look for before you buy your home, especially from a flipper. These are to my credit, all right? To my debit, and I'll admit this. I'll be the first to admit. I'm not, yes, whatever, call me whatever name. I follow more than a handful of women, very attractive women. And, um, you know, there's been some time, I know you're, you're thinking, like, oh, yeah, you know, you, you objectify women. I'm like, yes, just like when you see somebody not your type and uh, you don't pay attention to them, that's objectifying them, right? It's like, oh, they're not my type already. You haven't even talked to them. They're not your type. But you've objectified somebody because you looked at them and like, oh, they're not visually. We all do it, but at some point we all do it. But anyway, so I had the pleasure last night of seeing one of the women I follow who's very buxom and very shapely, I'll admit, see her, uh, see a live feed. I've never seen a live feed before in, on um, TikTok. I just see their videos and I'll admit, 
they're when they're parading around scantily clad. And that's it. Nine times out of ten, which is holds this still holds true to this day. You admire their body, their for uh, their physique even. Sometimes a lot of them, you know, work out, and you're like, oh shoot, at least they're disciplined. And they have that admirable trait. As soon a lot of them, as soon as they open up their mouth, they're like, well, let's just stick to videos and pictures, yeah. <laughs> Silent videos and pictures, and this one was no exception. And I'll tell you why. So, apparently, when somebody goes live, it's it's kind of like when they go live on Instagram or. I guess any other platform, There's, you see the chat box on the right. But on TikTok, what you can do, I know, like, you can see, like, these top contributors on top, right? And those who seen live, you know what I'm talking about. Like, meaning people who send these heart things, these, uh, these, these uh, heart snaps or something like that. And I'm just like, what, what is that about? And every time somebody does that, um, you'll see it. You'll see it on the screen, like, oh, hey, so and so sent a heart to them or to this person, whatever. And of course, again, she's scantily clad, has beautiful—I mean, beautiful physique—and um, all these people are doing the hearts. And so I'm like, well, what is this heart about? Well, to send hearts, apparently, you have to pay for that. I'm like, holy shoot! And mind you, here's the next part too that blew my mind. She lives; she has a live-in boyfriend. As you can hear him in the, she's having a conversation. She's in her kitchen having a conversation. Well, with you know, trying to read some of the feed, and you know, you can hear a male's voice in the background that she'll talk to, refer to every now and then. All right, getting into it over Call of Duty, which I'll explain, uh, I'll, which is part of the story. I'll explain to you in a bit. Anyway, she made muffins. She made like these Pillsbury muffins that all you have to do is reheat them, <laughs> pretty much. Um, the first batch came out wrong, too small, and all that. I guess she did them again. Mind you, we're all watching. I'm, I'm just like, wow, because I'm trying to. Uh, this is my first experience with the live feed on TikTok. I'm amazed at all these people that are giving her hearts and um, basically paying her to be on there, even though she has a boyfriend. That's that's a simp thing to do, right? And um, I'll wrap this up quick because I know we're almost at the 30-minute mark, and I don't like to make these episodes too long. She she finally made the second second batch, whatever, and he tried it, and he was like, yeah, yeah they're okay, whatever, her boyfriend. Somebody had just said, in the chat, you can't cook, which is an opinion. And as soon as she said that, oh, she read it, oh, you're blocked. I was like, what? Just because he's, he made an opinion? I'm like, yeah. and I even, I finally put something in the chat box saying, he's blocked, what? You blocked him because of, uh, that was his opinion. And he's like, oh, <laughs> this is why, this is where I had my Oscar moment. Oscar and Michael moment. I'm referring to The Office. You ever, if you ever watch The Office, you'll notice that when Michael make a, some type of claim or say something idiotic, Oscar is there. He's a smart one to correct them. And there, I remember there was one episode where he said something completely out of whack in the break room, and everybody was with him. And and then Oscar was just left in the maze, like 
that's that's wrong. That's not right. <laughs> that's incorrect. And he's left like dumbfounded. Here's my Oscar moment. I put in the chat. It was just his opinion. And she responded. She actually responded to my post saying, well, he's making that claim without any uh, without without backing it with any facts. So he was blocked. I don't need that type of negativity in my life. I'm like, all they said was you can't cook. <laughs> he, she even admitted that he didn't say anything um, derogatory or, or 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 nasty, but she still blocked them. Are we this? Are we this sensitive of society? Oh, and this is ongoing. And then of course the army comes out. The, what I call the simp army. Um, Backing her play. Oh yes, you can cook, sweetie. You can do anything you want. And be, be, be. And mind you, mind you, they're they're giving her all these coins, and I'm just like dumbfounded by. Ah, uh, and I I'm like, this is why I watch these women on mute. And and then, but then again, I feel like I'm the stupid one for actually following. So I left it. I left the screen amazed. I'm like, I can't believe this is where I'm at. I'm like, uh, it's, it's, and I don't blame her. I blame me for actually looking at this. I'm like, this is what, this is, I got exactly what I deserve. I got exactly what I deserve. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's the cliche. Some cliches are still alive. The, the dumb supermodel cliche is still alive. Not, it doesn't apply to everybody, but it still applies, especially on social media, especially on social media. So, anyways, folks, I just want to share that story with you guys. I hope you this, you found this in uh, this episode entertaining at least. This is why I stay off social media, and I'm just I'm rethinking about all the uh, to be honest with you guys, rethinking about all the women that I follow on there that are just you know aesthetically pleasing, just getting rid of them. I'm like, why should I support them? I'm sorry to say, but some dits uh, who. Is just aesthetically pleasing, and but it contributes nothing to society. And you, some of you guys were like, "You're right. You should, you should get rid of them." But anyways, I just want to share that story. So hopefully, you guys have fun. My my first and probably last experience with live uh, Instagram, but I sh I should keep it at least a business, keep business ideas. This will keep the mind fresh. But. I want you. Uh, I, <laughs> have you ever had a? Uh, I, let me add a second question. So not not just the uh, break room question, but have you ever had where you're following somebody on social media for say for a little while? Could be a day or two, or even even a couple weeks or months. You finally see them live, and you're just really disappointed with what they have to say. Like you 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 had a, some some type of respect for them for their at least for their online presence. But then they say something that just totally turns you off or just you realize, oh my God, what have I done? <laughs> what am I following? <laughs> share your stories at the Rhetoric Rick Show. And sorry I made this one longer. I just want to share that story with you guys since it happened last night. We'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>